Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella. Which is just a very extra way of saying... A podcast! I'm Dios FM. And I am Mala Munoz. Locatora Radio is your prima's favorite podcast hosted by us, Mala and Diosa. We're two IG friends turned podcast partners, breaking down pop culture, feminism, sexual wellness, and offering fresh takes on trending topics through nuanced interviews with up-and-coming Latinx creatives. Known as Las Locatoras, Las Mamis Submitting Bullshit, The Porcasteras Next Door, and Las Porcasteras Peligrosas, we've been podcasting independently since 2016, and we're bringing our radiophonic novela to the My Cultura Network to continue sharing stories from the Latinx community. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 7. Take, Take us to your, your network! network. Hola, hola, locamores. Welcome back to Locatora Radio. I'm Diosa. And I am Mala. And we called an emergency, urgent recording session because it was an eventful weekend in L.A. City politics. And yep. we felt moved to come on and talk to y'all about what's been happening in L.A. City Council. It's been a lot. 
to say the least. And one of the reasons we felt like we really needed to get on is because the person at the center of it is Councilwoman Nuri Martinez. And we had her on our show back in 2019. Yes. And since then, she has been reelected. She has gone on to become president of city council. And we wanted to cover this and talk to y'all about this. So for our listeners in L.A., y'all might already know what's been going on. And to folks outside of L.A., you probably also know what's been going on. But we still want to break it down for y'all and set up the context of this breaking news. And this is an ongoing, emerging story. I think there are going to be new details, more details every day. So the L.A. Times and Knock L.A. report that a year ago in 2021... A secret sort of backdoor meeting was held. Some really high-ranking Latino officials in Los Angeles. So you've got Nuri Martinez. Kevin De Leon. Kevin De Leon. Gil Cedillo. And Ron Herrera, who is L.A. County's Federation of Labor president. Yeah. And so these very powerful Latino representatives, elected elected officials officials in Los Angeles had a backdoor meeting and they were recorded saying anti-black, racist, anti-indigenous comments and also discussing gerrymandering and redistricting Mm -hmm. all at once. All at once. So what we have right now per the Knock LA and LA Times reporting is an hour of leaked audio that was posted, I think, anonymously to Reddit it seems, uh, sometime in the past year. And apparently, Nuri Martinez and others um, were working to stop the LA Times from publishing and sharing the leaked audio. So there's a lot of questions still left unanswered. If you check out Knock LA and the LA Times, the full audio is available to listen. I've listened to it. They break it down clip by clip. You can listen to the full thing on YouTube. There is anti-Armenian commentary, really nasty anti-Indigenous commentary, and something that we've tried to talk about here on Locatora Radio is our responsibilities and privileges as non-Black Latinos and like non-Indigenous Latinos and like non-Indigenous language speakers. And this is one of those come to Jesus, wake up moments, I think. If you are Latinx, Latine, Latina, Chicana, what have you, and you have been engaging in any type of social justice dialogue or content creation on the internet for the past five years, I want us to like stop and think about what we've been doing, where we've been putting our energy, and if we've gotten any work done at all. Right. Because our highest ranking Latino officials are engaging in white supremacist dialogue, but also with their political actions, with their redistricting, with their policies, with their deals. This is just one recording from one meeting. Who knows how much more there is out there? Right. And it just raises the question, too, where it's like, Whoever captured this recording, like, knew that there was going to be this meeting, right? Or there was going to be a moment or this opportunity to capture this type of dialogue, which to me says this wasn't the first time that this happened. No. And so as of today, October 10th, Nuri Martinez has resigned as council president, but she's still a city council member. And elected officials from 
Senator Alex Padilla to labor unions across Los Angeles have been asking for the resignation of all four individuals that were Mm -hmm. caught in this recording. Mm -hmm. And so like Mala mentioned, this is a developing story. And so when this comes out, it's possible that more has changed and more has developed. But this is what it is right now. Yeah. And as uh, has been mentioned, right, not only are the statements captured in the audio, they're racist and classist and anti-renter and anti-black and anti-indigenous. Nuri Martinez markedly also makes really racist statements about Mike Bonin's child, who is black and like uses very derogatory and pejorative language towards a very tiny child. And folks have pointed out Nuri used to work for the LAUSD. Yeah. You know, it's not good. It's not good. And I don't see how any of them are going to come out of this like unscathed. And they shouldn't, you know, and they shouldn't. And I just I don't see how they're going to recover from this. No, no. And because it's not just the the words of that one recording. It's like, how many of these meetings have they been holding? How much of redistricting has been impacted Mm -hmm. by this little cluster specifically? How much more is there? Is there going to be some type of an investigation? Like, this is just the very, very, very tip of the iceberg. I think, like, with anything else, with folks who are career politicians and have just, not decades, but, well, some of them decades. Some of them decades, Under their belts in in the city of Los Angeles, like we saw with Wizar, it's like, I think that the pit is really deep. And what are we going to find down there? Yeah, and I think, too, like, for folks that are maybe, like, shocked surprised by this like really racist rhetoric is like well this is actually not uncommon in our community no and black folks black latinos indigenous folks have been telling us this for years and years and years right Mm -hmm. and it's like now what Mm -hmm. you know like what more can we say nothing it's time to shut up it's like shut up it's time to shut and pay attention yeah Listen. We got to listen. And so clearly we're talking because we're a chat cast and we have to talk to deliver the news. We're covering it. We're we're giving our insight. And we have a really important guest on today, Odilia Diego, the executive director of Cielo, My Cielo. We're going to talk more about the organization and Odilia's work before we bring her on. But something that we do want to say is like, look. The city of Los Angeles is like 50% Latino demographically. We've, Sheriff Villanueva is a Latino. Garcetti is some kind of a Latino. The city council, these are all Latinos. Mm -hmm. As people, like as non-black Latinos who speak Spanish or English or have citizenship, what have you, we have got to recognize our power politically, economically, numbers wise. We are not like through and through the oppressed minority group that we once were or have imagined ourselves to be. Mm -hmm. This is partly why if it ever seems like I I never am down, honestly, like the spa water stuff. Mm. It's like we got to get over ourselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. We're imagining oppression where it's not existing. Right, right. When this was actually happening all this Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. With our folks Mm -hmm. who are related to, who look like us and have our last names and speak our language, are making horrifying decisions at the highest levels. That's where we need to be focusing. 1,000%. Yeah, that's the real shit that we need to be tackling, right? Enough with the brownie lips. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Right. It's lip liner. Right. This is going on. This is where we need to be focusing. Yeah, and I think like this, there have been so many instances, but this is obviously the current most recent one where it's like Latinos get a little bit of power and they quickly 
act like the oppressor quickly want to like wield and hoard all the power Mm -hmm. and it's like it's no it's not it's not good it's not we should be coalescing we should be coalition building with our our black community in los angeles Mm -hmm. very like large indigenous community here in los angeles like Mm -hmm. that's what we need to be doing is like the coalition building instead of the little like empowerment the empowerment stuff you know that's important too but we also need to be doing more yes i tweeted out this phrase the other day because it came to mind even before all this stuff happened but the chingona industrial complex bitch this is a real fucking thing that we need to be talking about yeah i think this is part and parcel i agree because it's like the identity politics can only get you so far and representation can only get you so far like Nuri, we were excited when Nuri Martinez, you know, was what became was appointed the president of city council. She's the first Latina in the history. We were like, that's amazing, right? This was a couple years ago now, and then now for it to be this, like, yeah, the representation is not enough when this is what we're getting, right? It it cannot be on name alone, on Spanish surname alone, no, on sim- similarity. It's that's not enough, no. And non-Black Latinos, non-Indigenous Latinos, I think we also need to uh, take a step back from attempting to speak on behalf of or for Mm -hmm. uh, Black and Indigenous people because it's giving beige savior. Yeah. And I see so much of it just in general and online. And I think there's this maybe attempt or desire to for allyship, but it comes off of speaking mm-hmm. over and speaking on behalf of right. and white saviorism. Mm-hmm. So again, like I think that collectively we need to humble ourselves and, and be quiet and learn some things. And remember, all those Latino LAPD officers and Border Patrol agents all have Latino family mm-hmm. and they are young people. You know, like we're complicit in these things in very direct ways. Mm -hmm. So it's like we got to take care of what's happening at home first. Literally. Before we ordain ourselves like social justice warriors, because actually, Mm -hmm. clearly, Mm -hmm. we're not we don't have it together enough to do that. Yeah, because it's like the the passing jokes, the passing comments like that happen at the family parties, happen at the dinner table, have real life consequences. And this is like what we're seeing at a macro level. And what we can do is on the micro level within our own little cis ecosystems, right? Yeah. And so paying attention to that is really important. And addressing that is yeah. really important. Yeah, 100%. And again, like, I, I think over the past few years, there's been a lot of like this anti-intellectualism kind of uh, rhetoric going on. There's also been a lot of like anti-voting and like anti-civic engagement. Mm. Clearly, we need to be showing up and giving public comment. Right. Clearly, we need to be participating in civic life and mm-hmm. in voting and in elections because look at what's happening. Yep. If we're not participating, we've also allowed it to fester. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. 
And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. 
Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, look, amores, we have uh, today very special guest, Odilia Romero, Executive Director of Cielo. We want to thank you, Odilia, for taking the time to chat with us today. And for our listeners at home who maybe are not based on the West Coast and didn't get a chance to tune in to your press conference this morning, we would love if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about this morning's press conference, what you all talked about, because this episode is going to be evergreen. It's going to live on the RSS feed forever so folks can come back and tune in and catch up. Uh, we've already updated our listeners. We're talking about the leaked audio with anti-Black, anti-Indigenous classist statements by Nuri Martinez and others. So Odilia, yes, welcome. And if you could uh, introduce yourself for our listeners. Um, hi, my name is Odilia Romero. I am the Executive Director of Cielo, Comunidades Indígenas in Liderazgo. We're a human rights organization that advocates for indigenous people's rights. Uh, we are located in South Central uh, Los Angeles, and I am uh, a Zapotec woman, or Benerfugio, which is how we say it in, in, in my language. Uh, and I've lived here for the last 40 years, 41 years. And uh, Cielo is a nonprofit whose work is geared towards ending gender-based violence, providing language access rights, cultural preservation, and reproductive justice. And uh, you all this morning hosted a press conference and spoke about what's been going on in the news with Nuri Martinez, with the statements that were made. Can you tell us about the press conference and what was discussed? Well, we, we wanted to denounce these racist uh attitudes by our Latine relatives, right? The comments that were made about indigenous people have a direct impact in our daily lives or how we're treated in a hospital, in a court of law, in the supermarket. You know, those words inciting violence, inciting hate against indigenous black people, um, we needed to take um, action. We, we needed to go to City Hall and say, we are here as indigenous people. These comments are un, uh, unacceptable and you need to resign. You need to resign because you cannot represent Angelinos with these type of racist attitudes, especially because you have so much power. You decide where we're gonna live, what services is gonna be in our area. So if you have this hate against indigenous people, against black people, against the LGBT community, then of course you're not gonna assign anything to this community. You're not gonna care for this gonna community, you know? So we needed to be there and, and call them out. 
Absolutely. It also seems like a really important time to acknowledge that this is not new, this rhetoric, this language that maybe uh, non-Native, non-Black people may act surprised that these attitudes are held. But I feel like Indigenous communities and activists have made it very clear that this is a problem. There's anti-Indigeneity in our communities. And so I'm wondering if you can just speak to like the history of your organization and even why you all exist because language violence and anti-Indigeneity in general. I'm surprised that people are surprised. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't surprised by the comments because we run a human rights organization. Therefore, we get these calls. I need someone that speaks Oaxacan. You know, mm. I need someone that speaks Mayan. And which Mayan language would you like? Well, you know, any Mayan language, the one that speaks the most. Oh, oh well, I'll get stopped on the streets like, are you Indian? Oh, your Wipili is so interesting. Are you Oaxacan? Uh, you know, we get all these comments on a daily basis. So I'm not surprised. And, and it's something that we're calling in our Latina relatives to say, hey, let's have this conversation. Latinidad is very dangerous. And how you put us all in one lump and assuming that everybody from south of the imposed border speaks Spanish, right? It becomes very dangerous because it has a direct impact on our daily lives. Say I go to a hospital, I do not speak Spanish, I do not speak English. There's an assumption that I'm Latina, you know, then immediately they will give me a Spanish interpreter. They will not provide me an interpreter in my language. I will make a decision that will possibly cost my life or not an informed decision. And, you know, we we lost a gentleman not too long ago because he didn't speak Spanish. Um, He went for a hip replacement. They did not give him an interpreter, and they, they're like, he prays in Spanish. Well, he, and well, colonization did a great job in imposing the religion on us. So sure, he prays, but that doesn't mean he understands why he's praying, right? So they told them after the surgery to move so he wouldn't get blood clots. Well, he didn't follow instructions, obviously. He ended up losing his leg, and then uh, they amputated his leg, and afterwards, you know, they... He went home and died of sadness because suddenly you're like, you go into heal, you come out with a leg amputated. And before you know it, like, you know, you lost your, no, you're not understanding what just had happened. So that's why we say that like uh, Latinidad is dangerous figuratively, but also physically. And I could go on all night and all day to tell you like the different stories that we have to interpret or we have to advocate for indigenous people. So we're really calling all our relatives in to say like, hey, your your struggle is very important. You're, uh, you want um, to change the narrative of how Latinos are viewed. That is important and we support that. But within your movement and as you do this work, you cannot erase our existence. We cannot become your collateral damage, you know, uh, as indigenous people or as black people from Latin America. Thank you so much for giving that perspective. Can you talk more about Latinidad as a part of the colonial project? From what I see, well, I mean, what we say in 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 our communities is uh, it hasn't. Uh, colonialism has not stopped. It has t- has taken a different shape and form, but it has not ended. It's, it never stopped. 
and we could see the legacy of colonialism in Nuri's words, in these elected officials' words. We've been hearing this for years. You know, there's jokes in Mexico, like no seas indio, or in the agricultural uh, fields, no seas Oaxaco. Like something, if you're short, you're automatically ugly. You're like dehumanizing indigenous people. So that colonial project continued, it never stopped. And we feel it every day in every place. So Latinidad needs to, let's be allies. You know, indigenous people were 80%, we have 80% of the natural resources and we only make 10% of the population according to the UN, right? So we need to join forces in order to have water, in order to have air, because the way we're going, I mean, right now we're a target as indigenous people because of the natural resources. People always say we're poor, but no, we are very rich in natural resources. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the roots of our displacement where we come here. You know, people need to know like this colonial project causes displacement. Nobody leaves home and crosses a border, gets in a trailer to to find out if they're going to die or not. Right. You leave home because we're being pushed out. Absolutely. And one of the statements that Nuri made that came out in this leaked recording was this comment about, quote, not knowing what villages people came from in Koreatown. And I thought that that was almost like this symbol of like Latinx, Latine ignorance about indigenous communities in Los Angeles and just how strong the indigenous communities are here and how many. I was hoping maybe you could also speak to who are our indigenous communities here in Koreatown. We have our Oaxacan community, we have Zapotec communities. And if you could just give us a little bit more insight for our listeners again, who maybe are not from California. Well, displacement um, of indigenous people is all over the country. Uh, For all your audience, um, you know, indigenous people from Oaxaca, from Mexico, from Guatemala, from Ecuador, Peru, we're all over the United States. Uh, in the case of Los Angeles, um, Cielo created a map called We Are Here uh, because, you know, they always talk about us, about a thing of the past. Oh, they used to drink cacao. They used to drink mezcal. They used to do this and this, but they never talk about us in the present tense. Like we continue to do that. So we created a map uh, during the pandemic. We identified that there are 17 indigenous language families spoken here, um, which is um, Zapoteco, Mije, if you all love tacos, stop by at your favorite taquero and ask what language they speak. Quiche from Guatemala, Acateco, Chinanteco, and multiple variants of Zapoteco. Uh, there is not exact numbers how many indigenous people from Mexico or from Guatemala are here because we get lumped into the label of Latinos, right? So we had to create our own our, our own census, but in Koreatown specifically, there is a large population of Zapotec and a lot of um, Mayans. So um, the these comments, um, like I said, I'm not surprised, but Koreatown is vibrant with indigenous culture. There are so many languages spoken in Koreatown there's so much contribution culturally, politically, because guess what? We vote too. Uh, at least my community, we have been here for over 60 years and we vote, we participate. But also um, in the food industry, from who plants in, in the agricultural fields of California 
to who, pa who picks, who packages, who distributes, who cooks, prepares, and serves, there are indigenous people. We are woven into these LA city, LA county. You know, everywhere you go, you could be from a taco stand at the corner to the five-star restaurant to a Michelin star here in LA County, there is an indigenous person serving you. And I know for a fact that I'm sure that these politicians have been served by indigenous people to fail to recognize our existence, our contribution. Uh, so we are women in, 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 in this community. We're also Angelinos. We speak our language. There's over 40 brass bands in LA County that are indigenous. There are hometown associations. I mean, there's a whole world under LA County that a lot of people don't know. Like I, it's like we have to wear our our costumes, right? Like if we're gonna go outside the house, and then I guess we're gonna be Latinos, Mexicanos, whatever they wanna label us. But when we're together, we are Venezuelans, Venezuelos, you know, Venezuela, where we speak our language, where we wear our our traditional regalia, where we have our traditional food, you know, where we drink our chocolate. There's no such things as a, you know, I, I hear a lot of people, oh, they used to do this with cacao. No, we don't used to do it. We do things with cacao, you know. They used to drink mezcal. Or they, they always, like, we're here. Mm -hmm. And I think people and the public servants, they need to know that we are here. Mm -hmm. And we, too, contribute to the economy. I always say we contribute to the economy of this country and our countries back home with our multilingual veins. Yeah. But you know something? I was thinking, when she says, like, I don't know where the liches they come from. We know where we come from. You know, I know where my grandma, my grandpa, my grandparents, what language they spoke. I still have my indigenous last name. Like, I'm wondering where is she from mm. that she does not know the city that she serves. That's an excellent point. Yeah. It, it, and I, I think it's really important, a really important question to ask. Is she truly actually ignorant to the constituents and residents that comprise the right. city of Los Angeles. That she's supposed to serve, especially as president or formerly president of city council. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
We also wanted to put out there that uh, as Locatora Radio, we're going to be making a donation of $150 to Cielo. And we want to encourage and invite all of our listeners to match our donation to contribute to the work that is being done at Cielo. And Odilia, tonight you've mentioned allyship and advocacy. So for our listeners at home who are young people who are learning about these issues or who are impacted by these issues because they are indigenous as well. What advice do you have moving forward uh, as far as working together, allyship and like fixing this coalition building? building. One thing that we we could be sisters um, and relatives is like be that uncomfortable person at your Christmas party dinner. When somebody makes a comment about esos Oaxaquitas, be that uncomfortable person and take that moment to reinform and educate those family members because we all have them, right? But also, how do you, within your movement that is so important, you don't erase the existence of indigenous people? How um, I always say like, hey, uh, we're already like really squashed in, in a car. So one more person could fit. You don't have to give up your space, but you could say, hey, sister, come over and, you know, really push and change the narrative that we are a thing of the past. That we are present today, we are here, and we are part of this city, we are part of this country, uh, and we have been here for thousands of years, right? Let's change the narrative about this is a country of immigrants, of Latino immigrants. No, this is a country of people that continue to live in their land. I always say, like, if you're not Lakota, if you're not Chickasaw, if you're not Tongva, if you're not Navajo, you have a migration story because our relative, our Native American relative continue to live here. But in our discourse, we erase them and say, hey, they used to be, but guess what? We're still here. And I think um, when when we have this conversation, they, they start at home. So let's start at home. And in these spaces, you know, exactly. This is a good example of how you become an ally. You're sharing your platform. Sure the work of indigenous organizations share in with a good intention too, right? Because um, the other thing is like, I don't want to be that token or being um, sort of for uh, be, uh, I can't think of this word in English, but to be like the folklorico of the group, right? But no, like let's be in real allyship. I'm sure this isn't easy to hear about the impacts of Latinidad, right? Because your two are struggling. But if we have this open conversation, I think we could do a lot of things together uh, because at the end of the day, it's system that what we're fighting is a system. That system that oppresses you oppresses myself as, in, as an indigenous woman. But hey, Latina relatives, you cannot be that person to continue this oppression to other people of color, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, Alilia. This has been very impactful. And just thank you for sharing your time and your space with us. We know it's been a really hectic, heavy couple of days. So we thank you for being here. And just uh, on a final closing note, if you can share with our listeners where they can follow you and support you and follow Cielo and support the work. Okay, well, thank you, ladies. Um, You can follow us at mycielo underscore dot org on Instagram. And um, I'm just Odilia Romero on Instagram and every social media. Um, um, but uh, for Cielo is mycielo underscore dot org. Perfect. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You you all have a, an amazing day. And well, gracias. Nos vemos por ahí en estos días.
Yes, gracias. Buenas noches. Thank you for your time. Bye. Besitos. Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella. Hosted by Mala Muñoz and Diosa Femme. Friends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 